Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Matt and this is Journey to Freedom podcast. This show is all about traveling, financial freedom, success stories and so much more. In this podcast, I talk with a diverse community of people about their stories from around the world and my own life experiences with traveling and finance. Join me to my weekly series to learn more. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Journey to Freedom podcast. We are back with Athena Onesian, where today we'll be talking about her path to success of becoming a founder and CEO of Usquirt company at the age of 24. Athena and I spoke on last week's episode about why Italy and Armenia should be on your bucket list. We covered some of the best places to visit, how to get around, language and safety issues, and some of the personal recommendations of Athena's. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, make sure to check it out and subscribe to this podcast. I have also included all the show notes and even more great information about both of those countries on my Patreon account. And you might be thinking, what is Patreon? Well, Patreon is a membership platform that allows you to connect with me on -on one-on-one basis. It's a place where I share my personal advice about finance, travel, and ways to achieve success. I post on a weekly basis, so you don't want to miss some of the good content out there. To find a link to Patreon, head out to this week's episode description for more information. But let's get back to this week's episode and talk about Athena's story and her way of working towards success. As mentioned in the last episode, Athena graduated from Cal Poly Pomona University as a magna cum laude and decided to pursue her own passions by starting a motivational goal planner company called U-Squared. Currently, her goal is to inspire 1 million people to reach their greatest potential. So let's have a talk and find out how she started, where she currently is with her business, and what her future plans are. We will talk about what you need to consider before starting your own business, what were some of of Athena's challenges, and what you could do to be one step closer to your journey to freedom. Athena, it's great having you back here. How are you? I'm so wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be back. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thank you. Um, Well, let's talk about this week's episode then, because I know last week we talked all about Italy, Armenia, how people should really visit those two places. I got some really personal recommendations, so I'm really, really glad we talked about that. But this week, we'll be talking about a little bit more about your story and your business. Um, Can you tell us about how you actually came up with your idea and your beginnings with it? Yeah, I'm really happy to share this story. So Matt and I, we went to Collins College together. It's, It's a college of hospitality management at Cal Poly Pomona. That's where we met. And at that point in my life, I, I knew I wanted to be in hospitality. I really loved hospitality because I love people so much and I love connecting with people and uh, creating a relationship with them. And it was close to graduation, which was in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, and things had changed. The world had shifted so much. And I believe so did everyone in, in their lives. Things just changed in our lives. And in mine, 
I was thinking, okay, hospitality, there were no jobs in hospitality, obviously. And I was thinking I would go to law school, I signed up for the law school admissions test, I always loved law, I knew I'd get paid a really good salary as soon as I graduated. But as time went on, as I graduated, I realized, no, you know what, being a lawyer, it's going to take away so much of my freedom. Yes, I'll get paid good money. But I'm also not going to get the freedom to make my own choices, to go to work whenever I want and to be my own boss. And it was so against that where I'm like, okay, I have to do something, but I wasn't going to sit around not doing anything. So I decided to do a lot of self-reflection and really do something that I would be happy doing and something that would make me proud of myself of doing. So I I read Simon's next book, Start With Why. That book changed everything for me. That really made me find my purpose. And I realized my goal is to inspire at least 1 million people to reach their greatest potential because I want people to be happy. There are so many people who are unfulfilled in their lives, who are stuck in their jobs, stuck in their routines, stuck in their rut. And they're just not happy. And life is meant to be happy. Life is meant to be lived. Life has its own challenges for everybody. But regardless, we should make the most out of it. This is such an amazing gift that we have. And we really need to pursue what we want. And that is scary. (laughs) But it's all about taking action and taking the leap and really discovering who you are as a person and what makes you happy and figuring out what you don't want and doing something, taking the action of doing something that really makes an impact in your life. And if you could impact other people's lives, it's even better. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of information right here that you just mentioned. <laughs> I want to make sure we, we talk about all these aspects right here, because one of the things you mentioned uh, was Simon Sinek. Um, I know not, not, not a lot of people might actually know about him and the book that, um, that he wrote, but can you talk about a little bit um, how he got you inspired, who he exactly is, and how and why I think people should really read his book? Yeah, absolutely. So I found Simon Sinek's books. It's one of the many, many books I read last year. I bought so many books. I spent hundreds of dollars at Barnes and Noble last year. <laughs> well worth it, though. And Simon Sinek's books start with why. It helped me discover my purpose. It helped me discover my why. What is my why for a living? What makes me feel like successful and happy and fulfilled as a person? And that was it. It's making an impact in people's lives. That, that's what I discovered. I discovered I wanted to impact people's lives and not just a few here and there. I want to impact at least 1 million people. And that, that is my goal. I want to impact hundreds of millions of people. And I know I will. Um, so the book really helped me discover the foundation of what I wanted to do. And then after that, I, I kept thinking, okay, Now, how am I going to do this? So the book gave me the what and the why. And then I had to figure out, okay, now how am I going to deliver this to the world? But when we figure out our why, our driving purpose and desire, then we could better translate that into anything. Even when we create a company, we, we communicate that why to people. Why are we doing this? We're not just a company to sell products to you. We are selling this incredible transformation for you we want you to be empowered we want you to grow that's the whole point of you squared at least and the book really helped me with that absolutely 
And this is just such a simple question. A lot of people probably just think, what do you mean? It's just a book and it says, you know, answer the question to why. Well, this is the main purpose. You got to find out what you really want to do in life. As cliche and as simple as it sounds, this is exactly what you should be looking for. Whether you're going to be, you know, happy with your job or your passions, you got to find out what you really want to do in your life. And the sooner you do it, the better. And, you know, whether you're listening to this podcast right now, you're 22, 27, 30, maybe 40 years old, whatever you age, whatever age you are right now, it really, it's never too late. You should really consider finding out what you want to do in life because you have so many years ahead. And as long as you are happy and you are passionate about what you do, it's going to pretty much bring you one step closer to success. Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. So with that being said, it's really impressive that at the age of 24, you became a founder and CEO of your own company. Uh, Can you share with us your story with that? Why did you decide to pursue it? Yeah, absolutely. So after reading Simon's book and after discovering what what I wanted to do in the sense of why I wanted to do it and more or less the framework of what I wanted to do. I kept thinking, what is missing in the marketplace? What is something that I have experience with that isn't good enough? And that came down to planners. I have used planners for the last few years and my life changed when my friend introduced me to a planner because just writing things down instead of writing it in a notebook, a to-do list, like writing it like chicken scratch and scratching it off, it looks so messy and it was disorganized. When I started using a planner, that completely changed everything because I was so organized and I was more productive, but that that's it. I was more organized and productive. I had a place to write down my to-dos and, and where and when, and that was about it. Over the years, I graduated to more premium planners. Some had some self-reflection questions and things like that and a a couple of goal pages, but there was nothing really motivating people to achieve these goals. It was kind of like, oh, okay, here, write down your stuff. But okay, that it goes so much more beyond that. We need to motivate people to achieve their greatest potential. That's my why people need to be motivated. People need to believe in themselves. People do need to self-reflect. They need to grow. They need to take action. And I essentially packed up all this stuff into this planner that I created because there was nothing like this in the market. There isn't. I created it. And that that's, that's mine. That, that I'm fulfilling my purpose through these motivational goal planners to help empower people to achieve their greatest potential. And there are a lot of different ways to own own a business, to start a business. And there are a lot of things that we could talk about. But I think when you do something meaningful to you, especially if you find a product that you have, uh, you have used personally that you have found inferior and you create something better, then that's great. That That's totally one way to come up with a product. Some, some people choose based on their passions. Some people choose based on their experiences. Some people choose just to make money the easy way in another business that doesn't fulfill their their meaning which everyone can make money however they want but i wanted mine to be a purpose-driven business and that's that's how i came up with the product definitely and then when you came up with the product i'm sure that the beginnings especially were challenging i'm assuming because that's how it usually is at least that's how it was for example with my podcast it was really difficult to figure out just the basics figure out how to to get it you know get it out there how to produce it how to edit it 
I'm pretty sure it was pretty familiar with uh, with your business. What would you say were some of the biggest challenges that you faced at the beginning phases of your business? Yeah, the very, very beginning was pretty easy. The first thing that I did was a lot of research. I created a marketing plan, a very comprehensive business plan. Um, after I did that, I had to research manufacturers. I only wanted manufacturers who were located in the U.S. I didn't want my planners made overseas. I really wanted to support American businesses and the American economy. So I wanted my planners to be made and manufactured in the U.S. Now, I had certain specifications that I wanted this planner to be. Every industry is different, but especially in, in my industry, it was really hard to find manufacturers that that created the planner to my specifications because there are so many requirements. And the list of companies in the U.S. who do it up to these requirements is very small. So finding the manufacturers, that was one of the biggest things that was a challenge. I wouldn't say it was difficult, but it took a lot of my time. It took a lot of research. I'm very comfortable doing research. I call I call myself the research queen. <laughs> I love research, but th that really took a lot of time. But I think even though it wasn't challenging for me, I think that that could be very challenging for a lot of people, just that part of getting started, because it is one of the hardest parts in the beginning, for sure. Right. That's something that I would say from my own personal experience. Um, I would say that this is the biggest tip I would give to anybody, whether you're just planning a trip, let's just say, or planning on having a business. It's one thing. It's research. Making sure you do enough research ahead of time so you're prepared for whatever it takes, whatever you know, challenges or opportunities you might have in the future. Uh, that's my personal tip. I don't know if you would have, happen to have any other tips for people that uh, that are you know pursuing their passions or they they're starting their own business yeah absolutely I think research absolutely is so necessary and after you're done with your research you really need to realize what is the vision what is the big goal that I have in my life and in what I want to do because once you have that down things just fall into place and once you have that sense of purpose you're a lot more likely to be willing and able to stick through the hard times because in everything there are ups and downs and there will be challenges whether you take the hard way or the easy way there will be challenges in both and as long as you're committed to something that's bigger than you it has a purpose uh then you're a lot more willing to stay true to your track so first of all do your research second of all have a clear vision Third of all, really have a purpose. That's going to be a total game changer. Fourth of all, do something that helps other people. This isn't necessary with, with every business. You don't have to do something that changes people's lives. But if you can, that would be incredible. And there's so many ways to do that. But that, that, that's one of my tips for sure. And plan, plan, plan. And be organized. Because if you're not organized, you're screwed. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing tips. Honestly, every single part, every single tip is extremely important to make sure you're successful. But another thing that I want to talk about is, is your mistakes, not necessarily your mistake, but people, people's mistakes, people that, you know, everybody makes, make mistakes, of course. And this is something that a lot of people think that, you know, oh, wow, 
she became a founder and CEO of, uh, of, of the company at 24. I'm sure she's successful. Well, that's great. But at the same time, I'm sure people make mistakes at the same time. This is something that I was talking with a, um, a CEO of Pizza Hut and PepsiCo on my episode 11. So if you haven't checked it out, make sure you do. Uh, but this is something that we talked about how, you know, how this, uh, the CEO of a, one of the largest food and beverage companies in the world was facing so many difficult times during his time, you know, during his time uh, as, as, a, as a businessman. So that's something that I want to talk about with you as well, because um, I read that in one of your interviews, uh, you mentioned a very interesting story that happened to you in, in a very recent year. Uh, then I really find it interesting that you decided to pick uh, one of the stories where you made one of the biggest mistakes. So I'm just wondering if you could share with the listeners right now, what was that mistake and, and how did you come up with it? You know, probably you know, stronger, wiser, and how did you take that mistake and turn it into an opportunity? Yeah, absolutely. I was recently interviewed for Authority Magazine's series on young changemakers doing something to make a difference in the world. And that was one of the stories that, that I mentioned. It was my biggest mistake because that mistake has catapulted so many things for me. It's actually been kind of a blessing. Um, so the mistake that, that Matt and I are talking about is one of the biggest financial mistakes that I've made. When I started my company, it was only in four short months, I did literally almost everything like the most of the weight that I had to do in the front to create this company and to start it up that was done in only four months. And because I really believed in my product, and I knew it could transform people's lives, I was okay with taking a loan. And I borrowed some money. I borrowed 17, over $17,000, but I spent $17,000 on a marketing agency. And that was a huge waste of money. I had personally worked in business before, and I knew that marketing was not my strong suit. I did not know much about it, but I did know free marketing will not get you sales. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. And so I was okay with outsourcing that they say to hire your, your weaknesses. Right. And at that point that, that that's what I thought my weakness was. And so I did a lot of research. I ended up going with one company and my website launched at the end of November. Keep in mind, these are dated planners, January through December of 2021. So um, my website launched end of November, 2020. And shortly thereafter, it was, you know, the holidays and Christmas. So we only had about a month and a half or so uh, to sell the majority of these planners. And I had communicated that right from the beginning before taking on this marketing company and they severely under delivered. I spent $17,000 in agency fees for marketing and SEO. So every month it was over $5,500 a month. And I spent about $1,500 in ad spend, which is what they, the marketing agency actually spends to put your ads out. So let's say on Facebook, that's what they, they pay Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or whatever platform it's, it's on. So $17,000 was spent on the agency. Only, only $1,500 was an ad spend, which was already a huge mistake. 
And I only got one sale. I spent over $18,500 and I got $67 in return. It was totally a disaster because I wasted so much money and time and I ended up cutting my contract with them because they were so horrible and I had to figure it out on my own. I was totally stuck. And I think because I was stuck, I had to figure it out on my own. And I did a lot of research. I did a lot of learning. I took a lot of impactful courses. I grew so much in just a few short months. And like I was telling you right above, right before this call, I grew in three short months. I grew more than I had and I learned more than I had in my entire life. That's really how it felt because everything was so jam-packed in just a few short months because I had to do it. I had no other choice. And I think everything that I've learned and implemented since then, it set me up for huge success. And it's given me all this success because it's like, hey, I had this huge problem early on, but I'm, I really feel on my heart that that saved me from making this mistake a lot further down my company and spending hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. So I'm really happy it was made in the beginning and it's allowed me to grow and learn so much. Definitely. Wow. I love this story. It really gives me a goosebumps because <laughs> uh, this is such a great story. Obviously, you know, it was really tough the beginnings and spent a lot of money and you know, people will say money come and go, but at the same time, I know it was a, a big investment. But from yeah. my perspective, of course, when you look at it right now, when you look back what you did, obviously you would say that you learned, you, you did, you know, you grew, yeah. right? You, you would say that this is something that made you a little bit stronger, wiser, you know how to do research right now. And that's something that taught you a lot, I would say, wouldn't you say, wouldn't you say so? Yeah, absolutely. I would really consider it a blessing. Because I think if I had experienced all that success early on, it would have changed the course and trajectory of my company and my business. And I would have made bigger mistakes and more costly mistakes in time and money further down the line where it would have been harder versus I made it so far early in the beginning. And it also tests you. It tests you like, hey, are you just going to stay down there or are you going to do something about it? And there was no way because I knew this, this is beyond me. I want to impact people's lives. I want to empower them to grow. And if I don't do it, I can't serve all these people. I can't serve a million plus people and I can't impact their lives. So in a, in a way I felt responsibility for using my talents and gifts to help these people. And it's, it's been such a joy. It's been so amazing. When I get emails from customers saying, Athena, this is life changing. Athena, this is mind blowing. Athena, this has really helped me stay on course with all the goals that I have and, and my habits and this and that. And it makes me feel so good and wholesome. And I'm just over the moon happy. It is. It is the best feeling. I know what you're talking about because when I get information, you know, from people that listen to my podcast, I get their comments or DMs. And they're saying that they're actually benefited from it or they're learning from it. This is the best feeling because you know that when you input so much time, not necessarily money, but sometimes money, of course, but when you input so much time and then you're super passionate about it and you see that result and you actually see that people are, are really happy with it and you get that feedback, 
this is this is the good feeling inside. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And you're very good with people too. So I know you love connecting with people and creating those connections. So you you understand me. <laughs> I, do, I do. Well, I want to backtrack before we talk a little bit more about your company. I want to talk about one more topic, which is self-development, because that's something that I know we, we talked about before the call as well, how important self-development and self-care is. Um, that's something that I would like to talk a little bit more about that. Um, is there anything that you would want to share with people, you know, when it comes to some tips or advice, how they should really focus on themselves first in order to achieve success? Yes, absolutely. I think if we don't do what's true to us, if we don't do what's best for us, we really can't help anyone else. And if we don't learn about ourselves first and we don't reach deep down into ourselves and connect with ourselves, we really can't live fully and wholly. Um, not H-O-L-Y, W-H-O-L-L-Y, <laughs> wholly as a person. Yeah. Um, and my biggest thing that has helped me all my life is learning. It's all about self-development and growth. And I've done that through having a curiosity for the world, which I've had since I was born. Uh, and always asking why, 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 why? Always questioning everything and learning, growing. I have spent so much money on books, which you should do. Books are really wonderful. I have spent so much money on courses, most of them amazing, a couple that were eh, decent. I have spent so much money on coaches and on mentors, and I've spent well over $8,000 on that. And I'm about to purchase another course that's about another $6,000. So I've spent thousands of dollars, and there is a reason. When you learn, not just learn, you implement what you learn. There is so much power in that. There is so much growth in that. There's so much that you can do if you take action and implement. So I guess I spent that, but that's worth way more than I've spent. Exactly. That's exactly what I want to say because people might be thinking, oh my God, did that girl really spend six or $8,000 on all those courses? Well, don't think about it as money that you spend right now, but think about the impact and the benefits that you're actually going to get it in the long term. I know it might yeah. sound really bad that you're spending so much money on books or courses right now because, you know, it's, it's money, of course. But at the same time, think about it long term. Absolutely. And and I just want to point out that if someone doesn't have a lot of money to, to spend to learn up front, they don't have to spend so much money books you don't have to buy you know 500 books you could buy a few really core good books you can ask for them as gifts you can borrow them from the library so there are a lot of ways to get books and learning materials and even some courses for free or cheap so it's not just because you spend money it's on the quality of of what you're reading and what you're what you're learning from but there are ways to make it economical. And as you grow and as what you're doing grows and as you're able, then you could spend more money on, on your growth and self-development. So it doesn't have to be, hey, I don't have all this money. I can't do it. Never say you can't do it. Never put that barrier. You could totally start 
with very little or nothing. Just as long as you're hungry for growth, you're willing to put in the work and you'll be okay. And that, that that's something that people really need to believe in themselves to do. They need to believe in their capabilities so that they could actually take action. And it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't. To start. It really doesn't. Yeah, it, even YouTube. I'm always, I'm a really big fan of YouTube because I know you can watch some cat videos or stupid things on YouTube, but there's <laughs> so much great information. There's so much potential and so much things you can learn from YouTube. And guess what? It's free. It's free. You can just, it's just a matter of going to YouTube and finding the topic that you're really inter interested in. For me personally, I remember I started my finance journey with that. This is where I spent hours, hours, nice. hours on, on how to start saving, investing, started uh, just from the basics. And that gave me confidence, gave me a little bit more knowledge, of course, which I'm still learning. It's not that I think that's another thing I want to mention is not it's not just you're going to buy all those courses and books, you're going to learn all this and you're going to be like, okay, well, I'm an expert right now. I know everything. No, it's about constant learning. It's about learning, learning, yes. learning. It's about development. It's about thinking about it every single day or at least a few times in a week, making sure that you're actually on track, that you are still progressing, that you're still learning more about that because you can't just settle down and say, well, I'm all good right now. This is not really how it works. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it should be a never ending hunger for growth and learning. It shouldn't be something you really force yourself to do. If you have to force it in the beginning, okay, but you should really love learning. And I just want to stress that this journey is hard. It's not something that you could do if you're easily going to quit. You really have to have resilience and you need to be determined but it's really worth it because you might feel like, wow, I'm really doing something for myself and something that is meaningful. Of course. I mean, you did not become a, a CEO and a founder of your own company within a day or two. It took you a while, right? Nothing comes out with just a day or, or weeks. It takes time. So that's just how it works. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I want to talk about that we mentioned before um, before we pressed recording was uh, was your daily routine because I know you have your daily routine and this is something that a lot of people of success have um, and they talk about it very often to be to have that routine to make sure that you are going the right direction. Can you talk about that as well and what your you know your path is? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, first of all, it's really important to get enough sleep. Uh, I am the type of person that needs to sleep at least eight hours. <laughs> but that's why I plan the night before to sleep early. Um, so I'll start with the morning. In the morning, I typically wake up around 630 in the morning. Three days a week, I go running with my partner. Two days a week, I go to CrossFit two to three days. So that, that's all done in the morning because I don't like working out in the evenings. I like the energy I get and I like getting it over with. So I do that in the mornings. I have breakfast, a coffee or tea. I take a shower and then I start my day typically around 10 a.m. So I reserve the whole morning for me time. And I love it. And I get I get to choose that because if I had a traditional job, I'd have to be at work at, at nine and I wouldn't have been able to have a thorough morning routine. I'd have to rush and get my workout in. And, and so that's what I do in the mornings. So I, I, my work day starts about 10. 
I work till about 6.30 p.m. And then I start winding down. I read a book for at least 30 minutes. And then I start working on dinner. And I just take the rest of the night off for myself. Around 10 p.m., I start winding down completely. I uh, get ready for bed and I go to sleep. I try to sleep around 10, 30, 11 p.m. And then everything starts the next day. So that morning routine has really helped me work on myself a lot. And it, it's such a big game changer because if I was just at home and just waking up at 10 in the morning and then just getting out of bed or working from my bed, because I can do that. <laughs> um, it's so unproductive and you just don't get in the right headspace to work productively and your creativity is so lessened by by just doing that. And I have done that on a few days. Don't get me wrong. We're all human, right? We're not perfect. So I have done that, but I noticed the quality of my mind and my work could be better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is something really, really important. A lot of people talk about it and people should stick to their routine. It really gives you a better perspective and you can plan things ahead. And with, with that being said, just the last thing I want to talk about is your business because um, I know you've been working very hard on promoting it, making sure that people are, people you know know about it. Um, how can people actually support you and where they can find the planner and all the information about it? So the way that you could find me online, if you visit my website, usquared.co, Y-O-U-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D.co, not.com. On the website, you could find the planners. I'm actually coming out with some really cool products. Nobody knows about this yet, but I'm coming out with some motivational stickers. So I'm really excited about that. I'm coming out with pens. I'm coming out with a bunch of different stuff. So I'm really excited about that. And there's this incredible guide on the website. It's called Your Roadmap to Meaningful Goals. And that really helps you assess your current goals, your future goals, and it really helps you set set you up for the path to success. So be sure to grab that. It's on the website. And I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at U squared productivity. So find me, connect with me. I'd be really happy to get to know you. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, I'm definitely going to share all this information on my Patreon account for those who will be looking for more about your story, about your tips that we just talked about, your personal recommendations, Everything can be found on my Patreon. So if you're looking for that, make sure you head out to this uh, description. There's going to be a link where I'll be posting it today. So last thing I'm going to finish this conversation that we uh, talk about is with the quote that I found from the uh, interview that you had um, with the Authority magazine. And I found it really, really great. And I love the way you said it. So let me just say it right here. Quote, always stay true to your vision. Never forget why you started. Always go back to your why. See challenges as huge opportunities and find and figure out how you're going to overcome them. Absolutely fantastic. Love all the motivational, all the inspirational stuff. You really are, Athena, a, a true inspiration to a lot of people, especially, you know, becoming a, a founder, CEO at the age of 24, something not, not a lot of people do in their early stages of life or they ever do honestly so i really hope that people that are listening to this podcast will be able to get some ideas some inspiration from you uh, i'm really glad we we're able to talk this week and last week as well it was really great catching up with you 
I wish you all the best and I'm really I really hope we'll be able to connect soon um, definitely gonna bring you in the future episode to check on your business want to make sure I promote it as much as I can and let people know about it so thank you so much Athena Thank you so much, Matt. It's been such a pleasure connecting with you and sharing. And if you're listening at home, if you're inspired, be sure to connect with me. I'd be really happy to talk with you. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Thanks a lot for joining the podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, let your friends, let your family know, and also support me on Patreon. So for those who aren't too familiar with Patreon, Patreon is a membership platform that allows you to connect with me on a one-on-one basis, a place where you can support my work and get exclusive content that I'll be sharing with you. This is where I'll be sharing my knowledge about travel, finance, by sharing posts, links, files, and so much more. Thanks a lot for listening, guys, and I'll catch you on the next one.